Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Oh, unnecessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. That is an agricultural slip and slide, yes. Apparently, you know nothing about farming. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. <laughs> Everything looks terrible if you remember it. <laughs> my, my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, oh my god, seriously? Come on. No, I did not kill somebody. If I killed somebody, I'd play it cool. Move to Mexico, start a band. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So we'll start where we always start, Dr. Scientist. What are you playing? What are you watching? What are you doing? What's going on with you? Uh, first, I gotta see if you and Chumpslap know what this is. I'm gonna play it. Uh, uh, we probably won't get copyright stricken for it, but see if you remember. Ampersand. Is it the Mystery Science Theater theme? I have no idea, man. Oh, I forgot about it, too, until I played the game this week, Maze. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. And nice. uh, I remember it being fantastic when we did it, <laughs> and I think it's better when I played it. No nice. oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the flaws of our design. I mean, there's not many flaws. No, but, no, very few. But one very is that few. we don't like get all the backstory and stuff, and there's a lot of it, like little things you can find that tell you what was happening and notes left all over. Oh, yeah? Hmm. There's a lot I didn't remember that was my either skipped in the video or I just didn't remember. But yeah. it was fun. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. Awesome. That makes me happy. I downloaded it when it was on sale. You told us about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I haven't gotten around to playing it yet, but that's exciting. Yeah. It's just as ridiculous as I remembered it, but it was still good. Cool. What was the name of the uh, Russian bear sidekick? Uh, Vladi. I was going to say Dimitri. I'm like, that. it was something super Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Vladi. You stupid idiot. But, ah. Uh, Forgot it. That, that's the song that they all like, that all the corn likes. Yeah, now that you say yeah. it. <laughs> like, it sounds so familiar. I thought it was... It uh, sounds like a, a lot of 80s stuff, but... The Mystery Science Theater theme, that's what I heard it. Yeah, that was... Yeah, you were, that's how I put it. Yeah, hmm. that's what I did. I, friend of the podcast, Maze. That's what I played. <laughs> there nice. you go. Hit us up, Maze. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I ever said this before, but I finished Picard. Mm-hmm. I don't think you said you finished it. Okay, I think you were uh, yeah, about I, I didn't, it. I wasn't sure if I died, but yeah, I finished it. It was, it was okay. Just, Just okay. okay huh? Yeah, one of the weakest hmm. Star Trek things I've seen in a while. I mean, it's still better than any Star Wars bullshit, but it's it was. What, would you call it bad, or was it just not as good as you thought? It, I I wanted more. Okay, but maybe my That's expectations were high. That's fair. And uh, I also watched seminal classic Biodome. Oh, Jesus awesome. Christ. I forgot how bad it was. It's classic, though. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> After watching, I was like, I, don't, I can't believe anybody wanted to see this. I I mean, I could argue at least Biodome is somewhat charming. It's Like, I, I have no desire to watch fucking jury duty again. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I, I just put this on in the background, but then there were parts that I was just like, man, there were some parts of the movie that seemed like it was so, I'll say socially forward and then there were parts that were just so backwards like what was socially forward 
uh, you have to watch it to kind of understand. There, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it hard. Like, like I know the script right now, the whole thing. Uh, you have to. It's hard to explain. All right, but if, if you go ahead and watch it, and you'll see what I mean. I mean, there's a part where they sexually assault two women, but oh yeah, it's socially forward. But that's the part that isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also parts like where they're, I guess, LGBTQ friendly kind of things. Yeah, okay. in, right. you know, well, that's good. In the '90s, it wasn't like Mrs. Doubtfire or anything. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's all I did this week, Papa Scotch. What about you? What'd you play, watch? Oh, uh, boy. I got COVID, which was fucking just awesome. Where do you get that these days? Uh, Vegas. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And you can cue your what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas jokes. I've heard it all. Uh-huh. Like somebody actually made that joke to your face? <laughs> well, I went to a conference for work, and I was attending it, so it was like a fun time. And I enjoyed the conference. I had a great time. No one was masked, but there was a vaccine requirement. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, it's not like the conference is on the Las Vegas Strip. Like, yeah, everyone attending the conference may be vaccinated, but you still interact with everyone who's walking around on the Strip. So you're interacting with thousands upon thousands of people and no one wore masks. And I just thought in my mind, like, you know, I'm not hearing about any Vegas super spreader events. I'm sure it'll be fine. It was not. I was You're sick. You're not for... paying attention to much. Are you? No, I, I was. I came home Sunday night at. So this was a week ago as we're recording this. I came home. I took a test. It was positive. And then I was out of work for four straight days. I was on the couch, couldn't move. And I'm like vaccine and boosted. And it was brutal. If you're not vaccinated, holy shit, I would really consider it because it was brutal and I had all my shots. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is I was sick, so I watched a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And the one I want to start with, I watched Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Did not care for it. And Wow, it seems right up your alley. The movie itself was good, but I I felt like because I missed the last couple Marvel things, like I missed Moon Knight, I missed... Well, that doesn't have anything to do with it. The Eternals. Doesn't have anything to do with it. I feel like I missed another one, possibly still. two more in there. The point I'm getting at is, even if, even since I saw almost everything leading up to this movie, I still felt kind of lost. And it, it's kind of the only real criticism is, you know, if, you are, if you're not paying attention, you have no idea what the fuck's happening in this movie. <laughs> well, that's a movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but if you don't... If you it's not Biodome. I know, it's not a one-off. You need to watch all the other movies and properties and stuff to make sense of this. But, I mean, I think it's just getting too big, man. Like, I'm getting to a point where I don't even want to watch the Marvel stuff anymore because I'm so far behind and I feel like I'm not going to catch up. Yeah. And I, I think the move forward is to, like, branch this shit off. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, branch it off, go down paths. I thought someone with your cinema expertise would understand all this. I, and I just, I'm done with multiverses, man. I'm done with it. It just, nothing matters when everything's in a multiverse. It's true. Then I watched the Conjuring movies. <laughs> Again? All three of them. All three yeah, of them. You just all watched those, I thought. Three. Yeah, man. It's called having nothing but time. All right. You couldn't watch Four Lines again or something? I should have watched Four Lines again. Yeah, was, where were no, you? Dude, <laughs> I, I want you to also understand that I spent so much time on the couch the last week that I'm talking about like 10% of the stuff I watched. Yeah, okay. Maybe 10%. Like there's stuff Eddie I'm not talking about. brings up the Conjuring. Again. again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just I was, I saw all three sure of them. Like you know? Two weeks ago we saw them. They're movies. Yeah, well. And then I watched the first season again of American Vandal. That's so good. <laughs> which nice. I forgot how fucking awesome that show was. Uh, I just watched that recently again, too. 
It's great. I started watching the second season, but I didn't finish it yet. Second season kind of disappointed me. I just love the idea that they took the whole thing so seriously, and they had like the 3D model recreations of a dude getting jacked off on a pier. <laughs> like it was just so absurd and fantastic. And uh, it, I think those the guys that did American Vandal the season one and two, they just did a show. I believe it's called Players, and it's kind of like a fake docudrama about like uh, esports. Oh. Nice. And it's it's like following the sporting trope of like having the old veteran, but the old veteran's like 26. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the new kid coming in to take over his glory, that whole mm-hmm. sports trope bullshit. Sounds good. And haven't seen it. Need to check that out. But uh, I also watched the first season again of Russian Doll because I didn't remember any of it. Is it back for a second season now? Yes. The uh... second season just came out a week or two. I don't, time doesn't matter. Recently it yeah, came out. Exactly. So I, I forgot everything that happened the first season, so I watched it again, and it was really good. I started watching the second, but didn't finish it. Okay. I suggest you watch it. I thought it was I thought it was really great. All right. Nice. And Succession, I got through more of that as well. You got nothing to say about it, though. I mean... More of the same. It's more of the same. It's just rich people who I have no connection with. Well, I mean, they're fictional, obviously, in the show, but... I don't want to, like, they're all assholes that just backstab each other. It's like all the worst people in Game of Thrones with the backstabbing and none of the violence. That's what this show is. <laughs> Set in present day. That's exactly what it is. All right. It's done really well, and I like all the actors who are in it. They're doing a great job, but I just don't. It's just like Game of Thrones, man. I don't understand why it's so huge. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's drama. People like it. Yeah, I can understand why people like it. I like it. I like it just fine. But I don't know how it's such a huge cultural thing. It's not as big as Game of Thrones, obviously. No. But a lot of people are out there talking about Succession. That's all I hear about. How'd you know? You are on your couch all week. I still had my phone with the internet. <laughs> also, I got I got a big news in this house. Oh, yeah? Got, got a new internet service provider, guys. Hey! Nice. Nice. It must be nice to have a choice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dope. I have the choice between the two. And I guess I could get a dish. Yeah, dish. That's my other choice. Get to get that satellite internet up there. How about that? Oh, yeah. Good stuff. So I've switched, and it's been much better, and I'm paying less money for more speed. Perfect. So, yeah, that's big news in my house, the Papa I'm, Scotch house. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, the meth has gone down. He's pay- paying more for more speed, less for more speed. Nice. Well, when you're sick, you can't do as much. So, so you shop a little around. bit of cash saved <laughs> I, I compared the two. <laughs> so other than that, what did I play? I wanted... I, I had all this time on the couch, you know, the second TV. I could play whatever I wanted. He didn't feel like it. Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, jeez, come on! Yeah. Beat Still. the story. Oh, nice. Beat the, beat the whole <clears throat> story. Did the money hack? Uh, now that I have all the money, I bought like a bunch of cool stuff I wanted to do, and now I was like, should I go back and hundred percent it? No. Nah. I don't think I'm gonna do it. All right, proud of you. But that's all I got. How about you? Sir Chomp Slap, Me? what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, you know, just doing slappy shit, you know. Played a little game called uh, Returnal. Mm-hmm. You guys see this one? You hear about this? I kind of am oh, interested, yeah. but... It's pretty good. Still it's, don't have a PS5. It's a roguelike, third-person shooter, bullet hell type shit. It's fucking hard. That's what I heard. It's very difficult. Yeah, there'd be runs where you play it for like an hour, and then you get to like the boss and can't beat him. You're like, oh, great. Well, turn it off. So I only ever play like one, maybe two runs at a time. Do you have to start all the way from the beginning, or is it a thing where you get to the boss, you don't have what it takes to kill him, and then you have to go back and redo it to get the things you need to get to kill them? No, you start from the beginning. 
there's like warps that you can get in the first level that you just get to the next level. I don't know. I got to the second level, couldn't beat the boss a couple times, you know. Okay. See how it goes. Okay. Uh, I watched a couple movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about this one, but I found it on my notes of my dead phone. Sorry I killed you. You guys hear about this one? Doesn't ring a bell. It's like a corporate retreat where they go into some fucking cabin and there's a serial killer there and he's ready to kill all these people off. But then they just start one dies and they just start killing each other off. It sounds a lot like Severance, not the new Apple TV show Severance, but this or like the Belko experiment. It's like uh, Severance is like a bunch of people going a corporate retreat to a cabin and a serial killer's there. Yeah, it's like that. But then they just start killing each other and a serial killer just starts getting annoyed. He's like, what the fuck? I had all these plans to like make a mask out of this guy's face and shit. Nice. It's a comedy, but it was okay. Not great, but there's another fucked up one I saw. It's called 645. 645, okay. Like the time. 645. Okay, I, uh, business? There's about 20 movies I saw that are just times, <laughs> so I don't know if I've seen this one or not. This is like a fucked up Groundhog's Day where this couple goes on a vacation. In like and, New England? Yeah, it's some island. Yeah. And she gets her throat slit and he gets his neck I've broken seen that one. every time. That one I have seen. And he wakes, they wake up the next day and he knows but she doesn't know she's like what the fuck are you talking about and it goes on for a while and a while but then the end is like what the fuck that doesn't make any sense whatsoever usually those movies don't i know but it really annoyed me because i was having a good time and then, i know i kind of enjoyed it in the beginning and then it kind of got yeah it's little, like oh really that's where you're gonna go with it <laughs> yeah they, they tried to get a little too cutesy with it yeah it was silly but it was, yeah. it was, it was okay check it out if you never cared i care well you should check it out then all right, I'll put it on the list. <laughs> what was that name one more time for our, for our listeners? Not forty-five. Right, of course. Vacation, die, repeat. I think is the tagline. One of those stupid ones. And then I also watched a little nineteen seventy-seven Japanese, I guess, horror movie. House. Awesome. Oh yeah, Papa Scotch talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, man! What is crazy movie? Those people. Made some crazy I, shit. I'm not going to lie. When you started and you said 1977, I secretly hoped you said we're going to say airplane. Oh. But then you went to, we went right away and it was like, oh, that's not it. <laughs> it's slappy as fuck, but it does. It's just silly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's once that girl gets her like hands eaten by the piano thing and then her whole body eaten by the piano. Oh, that was great. Yeah, it's it's a wild fucking ride. I've never seen it, but I'm sure I can picture the scene exactly in my head. No, you can't. No, 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 you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> See, it sounds like you could, but the, I don't know. Whoever made this movie, just with the editing and the fucking weird shit. Such genius. It's it's wild. Yeah, it was, that movie was fucking crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. It took me a while to make it through. Fell asleep a couple of times. You know how it is, but. Well, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, the beginning is a bit fucking slow. Oh, yeah, it is. Until the house really starts popping off. And you know what's crazy? It's like... <laughs> it's true. The house starts popping off. It's like an 80-minute movie, and it feels like a four-hour-long movie. Yeah, exactly. I guarantee you will never see anything like that. Yeah, there you go. It's fucking unique. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So go check it out. House. <laughs> and that's all I did. All right, well, then... If that's all we got to talk about, let's go to our favorite segment of every week, which is Drug Indy Slash the 
Oh my god, it's the news. Oh. I forget how it's supposed to go. I don't know. News, 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 news. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the big news, uh, since our last recording, the PlayStation Plus thing has been completely revamped and released. Didn't even notice. Fuck yeah, man. You can get Returnal for free if you have a <laughs> PS5. Yeah. What uh, initial thoughts? Didn't I guess notice. Chump Slap. We'll start with because. <laughs> yeah, I don't think scientists noticed, but I don't know. Pretty much the same, just there were some new games on it that I w- want to try out like that. I also didn't have PS Now. Go to Sushim, Sushimi. So <laughs> I didn't get any extra games. I just still have the... Oh, yeah. Package. Well, that... Yeah. Wasn't really yeah. that much more, I'd say. Now, if you were already subscribed to PS Now, there's not that much more, but... There's a couple of really good ones on there that are even new, like Ghost, like you said, Ghost of Shimor, Shim, Tsushima. 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 Still no Ratchet and Clank, and I refuse to pay seventy dollars for that game. I'm yeah, sorry, same. It's been out for over a year now. Come on, Dude, give me a break. Sale here. for like forty right now. Still too much. I thought about it though, but then I played Returnal. Oh, I did. I forgot to mention this. Uh, I did screw around a little bit in there. I wanted to try uh, one of the streaming games just to see how it would work. Yeah. And uh, it worked pretty well for me, but I only played about an hour of fear. Uh, Remember fear? Yeah. First encounter. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is it? We went over it. Is it better than Stadia, the streaming? Well, I think so. I didn't notice any kind of lag in fear, but I wasn't really like super looking for it. It just felt like I was playing a PS2 or yeah. whatever it was. Like it, it felt more dated, like the controls and everything, than it did laggy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, like I noticed that way more. Well, I, I streamed a couple games, like the Castlevania 3D ones. Compared to Stadia. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem, too, is I, I like the idea that they have all these classics available that you can jump in and play, but I don't like the fact that you can't download them. Yeah. Like, so you have to stream them. Yeah, I don't like that at all. What's the point? The new ones you can download. Like, I wanted to get in there and fuck around with New Vegas a little bit, because I actually, part of my Vegas trip, I went and saw the Hoover Dam, and I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. This is where I fought back the NCR. <laughs> <laughs> you fought back the NCR. Or the New California Republic? The cons. The cons. Whomever. Well, you pick sides, I think. I mean, I, I beat it with all the endings. I fought everyone off. Nice. On everyone's side at that point. All right. I like the variety. I hope the new games keep coming or new-ish games keep coming. Yeah. Uh, my Mayan's good until like 2026 or 2025 because I had so many fucking oh, you know, great, $40... Yeah. Things I think mine's good till fucking November. And you got to pay 120 Yeah, sons of bitches. Yeah, Papa Scotch is a fool. If I decide to. If you decide Again, to. so far ahead. Yeah, I did stop buying them when they said they were going to revamp it, but I would always just be like, oh, $38 well, They wouldn't let year. you buy anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they stopped it when they fucking announced it. But They stopped it once they announced it because everyone was just buying it up. Yeah, we're, we're We're in wait and see mode. If I expect it to get better and, and bigger library. Yeah. I assume eventually, right? You think, right? I mean, new games get released, more games come out. You got to put more stuff on there. Yeah. It's a numbers game. But uh, also in big news this week, guys, thank God we found this out. It turns out Activision found absolutely nothing wrong with how they handled the cases of sexual abuse. They oh. did an internal study. They found nothing wrong. So I, fucking I told guess you guys. <laughs> close the book on this one. Yeah, it was all fine. Hmm. They found out themselves that they didn't do anything wrong. The internet's having a very fun day with this. Basically, yeah. I don't think fun's the word. <laughs> they, uh, there was a lawsuit by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, and there was a whole bunch of sexual harassment and discrimination allegations. 
So then, you know, Activision's like, we're going to do the responsible thing. Move to Texas like Tesla did. <laughs> we're going to investigate it. And uh, yeah, they found nothing wrong. They thought they did it perfectly. Uh-huh. So good for them. At least it wasn't a joke, right? That's the good thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No jokes here. We live in a fantastic world. Great world. It's the dumbest possible timeline. Well. For some. It could be worse, I guess. Yeah, barely. I am white, so it doesn't really affect me much. Well, you'd think that, but then you're going to get... <laughs> just like Elon Musk, you could get hit with a $258 billion lawsuit over alleged dog coin pyramid scheme. Dogecoin, bro. Dogecoin, sorry. Yeah. I'm the dumb one. They're going to point to this podcast. They're going to be like, yeah, he said buy Doge on this podcast, and then boom. Please don't do that. Well, don't, I mean... Don't take our advice on buying anything. Oh, I thought you were... I didn't know that actually happened. <laughs> no. But, well, uh... I mean, it, it not it all a pyramid scheme? I guess we're going to have some legal precedent, yeah. right? Because That'll never go to trial or a jury. No, it'll probably settle. I'm sure it yeah. will. Elon Musk and his companies are being sued over claims they are part of a racketeering scheme involving the Do- Doge? Doge coin cryptocurrency. Well, it, it, yeah, he was. I mean, it's not. Uh-huh. It was designed to control the price of Dogecoin while also convincing people online that the cryptocurrency was legitimate and sound investment. Mm-hmm. But isn't that... Doesn't this... Can't we just replace Dogecoin with any of the cryptocurrencies yes. and run this exact same thing? Yeah. Can't we just say that about the Twitter stock, too, when he's wanted to buy that? Yeah, or what he does to his own Tesla What he stock. does with all stocks. He's already been... Had FEC violations. Not FEC. SEC violations. Before... Oh, how many... How many times did he say wild shit on Twitter and then the Tesla stock just dropped 8% and people lost billions? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so he can buy it up cheaper and then... He knows what he's doing. It's all a pyramid scheme. It's just a fine for him, bro. Just reminds me of one of the my favorite quotes ever from It's Always Sunny. When Charlie's like, this whole thing's a scam. And then Dennis is like, look, don't be so, don't be so cut up on this is a scam or that's a scam. It's all a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, he's right. He is right. And then in other news, I thought this was interesting to talk about. I'm not too big into Overwatch. I know it's very popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of people are. But apparently Overwatch 2 is coming out in October. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen this happen where it is going to replace the original. So Overwatch 1 will no longer be playable. It's like DLC upgrade. It's like a DLC upgrade. They're putting the two behind it and it's going to be free to play. Oh, so why why is that even a big deal? Yeah. I just think it's weird that like it's just like a new Fortnite season. Yeah, Fortnite just changes all the time. I think for me, it's it's just like having that two on the end. Yeah, like that's dumb. like it's it's if I get Overwatch one, I want to play Overwatch one with the characters I like and the maps I like, and then Overwatch two, I guess, is going to incorporate all of the stuff from Overwatch one. Like they'll probably be like a classic Overwatch one mode or some shit. Yeah, would make sense. It's probably just Overwatch one with shiny, no new, difference, shiny new characters and shit. New don't they, don't they add Overwatch maps. characters now? I thought so. Or am I? I don't know something? how many they've added since the beginning, but I mean, it's people really like it. Yeah, I just if it had like a campaign, I could play sure, but it's all one hundred percent online multiplayer, so I'm like, eh. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck does that? A lot of people, Jeez. apparently. A lot of. Apparently, I mean, Jesus Christ, how much money are they still making on GTA Online, for Christ's sake? I don't know. Some assholes are still playing it on their third system and get extra trophies. <laughs> Not online. <laughs> Bunch of clowns, am I right? You said it. <laughs> so then, in other news, do you guys remember, Dr. Scientist, you might care. Pretty sure you don't give a shit, chump slap. Mm-hmm. But our listeners might. EA Sports College Football. 
it was announced that they're trying to make another football game, and it's supposedly going to release on July 2023. Is it called EA College Sport Football? I think they're just calling it EA Sports College Football for now. They'll Mm -hmm. probably change it to something eventually. They didn't keep the NCAA license, I take it then, right? Well, here's the thing. So right now, and the reason this is taking so long, because if you've ever played the NCAA games before, especially when they were big in the mid two thousands, it was just it was a reskin of Madden. Yeah, like it was a reskin of last year's Madden. But it was more fun than Madden. It was fun. It it was fun. I thought it was fun because you lose players after four years at least. Yeah, I remember Mm. when we were in college. I didn't do it as much. I I definitely did it here and there. But the roommates I had, they would just sit on the couch, get high, and they would. Just play, not even play. Like they wouldn't play a single game. They just simulate through entire seasons and just watch it. That, yeah, and so you do, not you even do the watch draft it and stuff. Not even watch it. Just do the draft and like the player development and get all your like because all your positions to A plus or whatever. After every season, you could go and have to recruit people from different states to fill your positions that what you needed and stuff. That was it. Was more fun to do than actually playing the game. Mm. And then you simulate through the season to see how good you were. And that sounds fun. And it would take like two hours or like an hour to do. So they just one person would do it, then switch off. (laughs) But uh, the reason this is taking so long is supposedly there's supposed to be 120 schools, conferences and bowl games are all approved. Mm -hmm. And right now their EA is in the process of collecting musical assets from each school, like uh, band performances, songs, crowd chants, stadium sounds, all that shit. And that's where they're at now is still uh, connect uh, collecting the assets. They said that. They expect those 120 teams. Not every single FBS school and conference is signed on, but... If they have 120 schools, that's most of them. But all of those schools have have submitted assets. So they okay. expect to have them sign on by the time the game comes out. Makes sense. Are they going to stop using likenesses of players? Well, I was just going to get to that. Oh, You're sorry. reading my mind, Dr. <laughs> Scientist. You got to. Supposedly, EA wants to pay the college players for their likenesses to appear in the game. You can't do that. That's what they're saying. But then this is the this is the thing, the second part. The framework to do so isn't quite there yet. That's a, that's an excuse. Hmm. That's an excuse if I ever heard one. It's like, did you pay these players or anything for the... Ah, geez, you the know, we framework tried. framework isn't there. The framework wasn't there. I don't know I what to tell you. just, you know, submit it to ADP. I'm giving them money. Yeah, so I guess we'll just keep this money, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put it in an account so it can gain interest. There you go. <laughs> right. And uh, they also said that the schools themselves are going to make between hundred grand and ten grand. Well, ten grand to hundred grand. <laughs> and it's based on a tier system tied to their finish in the AP Top 25 over the past ten seasons. Oh, neat. Yeah, so the schools that don't need it will get more money. <laughs> the schools that absolutely do not need it will be getting a lot more money. Hmm, makes sense. Like, Alabama's going to get hundred k, and I don't know, fucking... Toledo is going to get 10K. Yeah. Or Richmond. The spiders. It's fucking America, bro. It's, it's all. You succeed to succeed. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive being rich. <laughs> and then there was one other story, which I thought was very funny. Bungie, the company that made Destiny, is suing mm-hmm. a YouTuber for $7.6 million. Oh, yeah. Nice. And the reason is fucking great, because this person... This YouTuber sent out almost 100 fake DMCA claims on behalf of Bungie. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, it is fraud, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. YouTuber Lord Nazo created a bunch of fake accounts and sent 96 DMCA takedown notices to other popular YouTube channels on Bungie's behalf. Yeah, I read, I read that article. And did they take him down? They, they had read, uh, YouTube did until... Because whenever they get until they found out, they take it out, yeah, Yeah. they automatically take it down. 
And apparently this was a retaliation, so thought Lord Nazo, because he had gotten a bunch of takedown notices for uploading the Destiny soundtracks to his channel. Yeah, so <laughs> he got a legit ones, and so he made a whole bunch of fake ones. It's like, fuck yeah. that. If, they can, if I can't do it, they can't do it. Yeah, what a fucking chode. But that's all I got for video game news slash stuff. We're done with the news. Wait, what did you just do? News, news, news. So how about we get into the game? How does that sound? Game, game, Fantastic. game, 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 game. <laughs> uh, this is a game where we ask the question, can a video game based on a rapper be amazing? The answer is yeah. Obviously. obviously. Not this one, though. Not this one, though, no. Uh, this game we're talking about today is 50 Cent colon bulletproof uh, it is a fictionalized <laughs> recreation of the life of 50 cent no way, i know right as i was preparing for this i fell down a deep 50 cent rabbit hole and that guy's life is fucking wild yeah i mean there was bankruptcy there was payoffs there was his house getting repo like it is his story's great like he owns part of vitamin water it's just nuts he owns vitamin water, did you say? Yeah, that uh, Formula 50, that purple one. That was his. Oh, yeah. Never like even he heard of it. He owned a part of it. I've, I'm not going to go through the I remember back in the day, he was in commercials for vitamin water. Just trust me, his Wikipedia page, not going to be the most boring one you read. Okay. <laughs> uh, this was, game was released November 17th, 2005. Number one song in the country. Happy by You guys Pharrell. want a blind guess? Uh, you got a hint? I got nothing. I got two clues. The first clue. On July 5th, 2005, it was released to American radio stations by Rockefeller and Def Jam as the second single from the artist's second album, Late Registration. The song set a record for most digital downloads in a week, selling over $80,000. Into club. Uh, selling over 80,000 copies. No, it is not in the club. Good guess, though. This is a huge song I do expect you guys to get. So that clue was a little bit harder. I got nothing, man. I'm Yeah, I mean, Chum Slap would never get. All right, all right, all right. I got lyrics for you. It's not the 90s. Yeah, jeez. (laughs) The lyrics go, you will see him on TV any given Sunday. Win the Super Bowl and drive off in a Hyundai. (laughs) She was supposed to buy you, to buy your shorty Tyco with your money. She went to the doctor Got lipo with your money. I have no idea what it is. Uh, Unless it's... Trick asshole. No. Uh, you sure? Sure that's not it? Okay, third unofficial clue. This features actor Jamie Foxx on the track. I don't know. Just fucking say it. Jesus Christ. It's Gold Digger by Kanye Makes West. Makes sense. I knew it was Kanye. I got that far. <laughs> I try and forget everything Kanye West. Number one movie in the country. Remember... November 17th, 2005. Saw six. <laughs> no. By November, the Halloween movies are done, man. Oh, yeah. The film is the fourth installment in an insanely popular film series based on children's novels written by a terrible bigot lady. Oh, some kind of stupid Harry Potter movie. Yes. Do you know which one? <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban. The Sorcerer's no. Stone. No. It the, is about a drinking implement that holds flames. The, the torch. torch. Of defiance. <laughs> Good guess. The Goblet of Fire. Oh, oh, yes, yes. That does sound familiar. This day in history, 1884, cops arrested boxer John L. Sullivan in his second round for being, quote, 
cruel. <laughs> yeah. They charge him for being a thug. Why was he cruel? Did he make fun of the guy? He's he was teasing him. He was bullying him. He's like punching him. Hey, tiny dick. <laughs> Making him punch himself. It was Quit brutal. Himself. I'm guessing the white guy was losing. Oh snap. It was released for PS2, Xbox, and PSP. Developed by Genuine PSP. Games and published by Vivendi Universal Games. Is it is Genuine Games or Genuine Games? I think it's Genuine. I was kidding. Yeah, it, was, it was more of a joke than anything. No, this does not involve the rapper no jokes or R and B R and B singer Genuine. All right. Single player third person action adventure game with multiplayer modes. I picked it, so if you guys don't mind, I'll get right into this G unit <laughs> G showcase. Unit Do it. Uh, so. The backstory, real fast, is there's this rap ensemble called G-Unit, right? G-Unit. It involves 50 Cent, Tony Yayo, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, and I think that's it. I think there, there were more and other ones that came in and, and were in the group, but those were the main people. So G-Unit actually formed way back in 1999, and mm-hmm. their debut album rele- was called Beg for Mercy, released in 2003. It went quad platinum with 4 million albums sold, but everyone says the reason for that is because 50 Cent's debut album, Get Rich or Die Tryin', came out nine months before that. Yeah, probably that makes sense. So G-Unit, while being together for six years, uh, was boosted up by the solo career of 50 Cent. Right. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. Definitely not this game. Except for the fact that those people show up in this game. Yeah, they do. The game starts out with one of the best lines I've ever heard. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do you ever have one of those days that start out normal, then end up with bullets flying? Well, (laughs) you're about to. (laughs) All the time. And the the hood is a hard place to live and an easy place to die. This game's pretty hard. It's pretty deep. No, like, like hard, not difficult. Oh, yes, yes. So... We get a flashback. 50 Cent gets a call from a guy by the name of K-Dog saying he's in trouble. So this is where 50 gets the crew together, including Young Buck, who's the weapons expert, Lloyd Banks, who's some sort of locksmith guy, safecracker, and then Tony Yeo, and I don't know what his skill was, so I just wrote fast. (laughs) The group gets there. They see K-Dog's in trouble. Firefight ensues with a bunch of army dudes who look like I guess the only thing I could really say is sideshow side freaks because they're like twice the size of everybody else. Yeah. yeah. And they're pretty heavily armored. Yeah. It was all armor. They're supposed to be like the big tough enemy, not the throwaway guys. But uh, you take them down, it's a pretty gnarly knife to throat takedowns. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and then everyone's dead. 50's talking all hard. He's like, if you were my buddy, I'd kill for you. But if you're anybody else, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And uh, after all this hard talk about how tough him and his boys are, he gets shot nine times in the back. So not not hard enough to pay attention to your surroundings, I guess. Ouch. Take that, Uh, Fiddy. Yeah, I showed him. I'm sure he cares in his house in the Hamptons. Right. And I'm sure somebody who got shot nine times in the back would survive a chop shop doctor. But here we are. He's a good doc. Doc Friday is the man. He's some kind of... They go into his backstory. They're like, he's a disgraced former doctor. He gives you painkillers. And 50's like, aren't these addictive? And he's like, nah, they're great. Yeah, he, he wrote himself prescriptions, which is why he got. Makes sense. But I expected this guy to come up a lot more in the game, and he does not. It might be where you go to heal or something. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe go back and see him or at some points, but I don't think he shows up in the rest of this game. 
No. Well, he shows up at the very end, I think. Or maybe not. I don't know. Let's go. Yeah. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. Figure it out. And uh, after some brief, a brief stop with some sex workers you apparently liberated, uh, 50's back in the street like nothing after those nine shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a couple weeks. Which, I mean, it's a video game. I'll give it to him. Like, I run over health packs and have full health again, so... Fair. It's a little silly, but whatever. I'll, I'll let that part slide. And then everyone, you go to your friend Bugs, who is a guy with no legs, who runs, I guess, a garage or a pawn shop? I, I don't thought it was a pawn shop. Was. Yeah, it looked like a pawn shop. Or so whatever. he's already selling all your shit, assuming you were dead. And I guess he, in this role, is like your Q from the Bond movies. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I was con- totally confused. <laughs> You're queuing on. And then you briefly meet with an arms dealer who we'll all know as Dr. Dre. Yes. And it's like his likeness. I think they give him a different name, but it's Dr. Dre. Yeah. Not of Dr. Dre and Ed Lover fame, guys. I know our audience <laughs> is going to make that. Conf- they're going to get confused. You got me confused there. Dr. Dre of the chronic fame and NWA. Right. And uh, that ring ding, that uh, ring ding dong. <laughs> Remember Keep that one? That's a real ringing. song he made. Oh, yeah. So then the next stop is the corrupt, corrupt cop, Detective Aaron McVicker. Oh, my God. Yeah, Who is so cool? I I guess he's played by Eminem. Yeah, kind of sounds like him. Well, it's definitely Eminem. It's clearly oh. him. Like it's it's his likeness and everything. And uh, you pay him some information about K Dog, and it turns out that Vic Vickers like, hey, we're not even in charge of that. The FBI took the K Dog case, so I got nothing. It's all you know with the FBI now. And then he's like, come on, I know you know the address. And he's like, okay, sure, here. Yeah. And he just he just gives him the address. Do anything for money, this guy. And then you and your crew. You run to the safe house, but by the time you get there, there's just a whole bunch of murdered FBI agents. K-Dog's dead. The prosecutor's dead. Everyone's dead. After searching the place, you find a tape, and you notice a weird new tattoo on your buddy K-Dog. <gasps> yeah, I never noticed that before. It's like, ooh, I don't know that pattern. And then the real Slim Shady shows up and says the feds are on to you, and he can totally help you if you give him more money. Yeah, of course. It's like a shtick the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he just... He's not a good dude in this game. No, not at all. And then back at Bugs, he code breaks the fucking phone, which of course the code is 69. Yeah, obviously. 69. Yeah, breaks. It's the first thing I'd guess. Well, he puts it in a machine that figures it out. I would think my first guess might be 420. But then yeah. after that, Depends six, on how many nine. digits there were. If it shows And after many. that, 187. There were four digits. Then 69, 420. Then 311. Nice. <laughs> So it turns out K-Dog was working with a biker by the name of Spider on <laughs> Transpo, as they call it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. And it uh, turns out the Transpo is transporting some good old-fashioned biker meth. Best kind of meth. I would like one of these games once to change the bikers up a bit. Not to be meth dealers? Yeah. Make them like, I don't C- know. Christian bikers? Yeah, something. They're just spreading the, the word of God. There's always meth. They're always in the crime. They always have guns. And it's always meth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They never. I see what you're saying. They never like play up the white supremacy angle of every yeah, motorcycle or, gang ever, or even like the uh, selling people in a sexual slavery angle or something. something. Sure, sure. There's that, or you know, all the other revenues of illegal illicit money. We're talking about like people who are in actual motorcycle gangs. We're not talking about people who go out on weekends and ride their bike. Oh, we are. So don't come at me. Whoa, Harley, yeah. Harley Davidson, Davidson enthusiasts. You know, they're all out there listening to, listen this, to this. Yeah, yeah, a lot of overlap with the, <laughs> that group in this one. Um, if you have a Harley, send us a picture, and then we will Photoshop Chump Slap on it. Yeah. 
So you get down, uh, you you get there, you Slim Shady shows up. There's a huge shootout. Slim Shady is the least convincing voiceover cop I've ever heard in my life because <laughs> he just talks like Eminem. Yeah, he is Eminem. That's He's it. never like, oh shit, I gotta go do paperwork. He's just like, he, I don't even gotta try to do a voice. Yeah, he shouldn't. I could do an Eminem. No, no you could not. Probably... I'd love to hear it. <laughs> no, you're baiting me into this. <laughs> I don't I think he can do it. I don't think he can either. No, I'll, okay, I'll do an Eminem. <laughs> you guys, give me. Let me take a sip. I'll do an Eminem. <clears throat> okay, you guys ready? Yeah. I'm Slim Shady. I'm Slim Shady. Are you guys <laughs> Slim Shady? I don't know. I don't. It sounds like what animal would sound like if he was trying to talk. I think it's pretty good. I think it was right there. I think it. Yeah. I maybe the earliest Eminem. <laughs> that was. I was going for his earlier work. Oh yes, yes. So you get you take the elevator down. You get in a shootout with Spider. Oh, Spider Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Market bingo spot. I'll count it. You saved I'll count that. it. You were waiting for that. I, I did. I have that written down. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see after you kill him that he has the same tattoo as K Dog. <gasps> That new one he didn't recognize. Oh, slightly different, I think. Actually, you didn't kill him yet because you asked him, hey, what does that mean? And his response was, "It." and I quote, it means fuck you in Arabic, end quote. And it does. Yeah, that's something I believe a biker would have. Oh, for sure. You get on a, you get a lead on a tattoo place where he got it, and then you're like, well, I got to show people this tattoo. So instead of, you know, taking a picture, you just cut it off the dead body. Yeah. Could phones take pictures then? I guess they could. It's 2005. They certainly could, but it wasn't like every phone had a camera. I mean, you could. You would. I mean, 50 Cent would have one. with. Yeah, but if he wrote this, he wrote it about. We were, we were as a society, like five years into digital pictures. Like, yeah. those were still very prevalent. Right. I had a fucking five megapixel camera. And it was top of the line back then. <laughs> yeah, it was tight as fuck, right? Right. I remember when cameras first came out on phones and they were like 0. 0.7 megapixels. <laughs> Oh, yeah, on the fucking, like, the flip phones. Yeah, the flip yeah. phones. And it was, like, basically taking, like, an 8-bit shot of something. Yeah, well. Good times. I was thinking 2005, I had a razor, and I could take pictures. Yeah, that was better than my phone. I had that little black whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember. I had that, the Nokia brick. Not the, the indestructible one, but the other one that everybody had. That everybody played Snake on. The one that flipped? Yep. The flip sideways? It didn't sideways. flip. It was just the, the, the one block. <laughs> it was one little sidekick. Anyway, yeah. this isn't a this isn't a historical. <laughs> it's a 2005 podcast. podcast. We'll do a whole episode on all of our previous phones <laughs> <laughs> and how dope they were. <laughs> so Fifty gets back to his boy Bugs. He shows him the tattooed skin, and he's like, "You couldn't take a picture, really?" Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of funny. Makes sense. And then Bugs tells you that uh, some guy that was in here recently, uh, actually before K Dog, had a very similar tattoo. Mm. And his his name was Wu Jang, and he's from Chinatown. Get the fuck out, Wu Jang. So 50 Cent has his next target. It turns out Wu Chang's this big drug kingpin out of Chinatown. Yep. And then now we're getting we're 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 unraveling the mystery of what K Dog was was involved with. So 50 50 Cent confronts Wu Jang. He said that K Dog, and then Wu Jang said that well K Dog was careless, uh, but the two of us can do some good business. How does that sound? And then that, of course, turns into a shootout, and you kill all of Wu Jang's cronies. Then, of course, you kill Wu Jang, and you steal a bunch of cash off a money truck that belonged to him. Makes sense. I thought it was kind of weird, because they're, they're definitely going in, like, segmented chapters, and you're kind of working your way to who caused this. But it seems very disjointed. Yeah. 
Like, I thought Wu-Jang was going to be, like, the second-half villain. It turns out he's only in the game for 10 minutes. Yeah, there hasn't been a villain in the game more than five seconds so far. Yeah, you just find out who it is, and then Fiddy goes kills him. So then you ride uh, the subway. You get attacked <laughs> by a bunch of masked men, foot soldier dudes. Right. And then, obviously, the, the, the train blows up. Yeah, of course, there's a subway crash. Yeah. Mark that bingo spot, train crash. <laughs> yeah, we can't have all these trains and not have a train crash. Or a tunnel sequence? Are you fucking serious? So... They already designed the tunnels. Obviously, you're going to walk through them now and shoot and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, 50 continues through the tunnels. He kills everyone, finds out that the masked men are actually DEA. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, 50 thinks the best course of action at this point, after he just killed all these government agents, is to go back to his place and have a threesome sexy time. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else would you do? That's what I usually do after shootouts. Yeah, how, how do you feel more alive than a shootout? I'm not lying. After every single shootout I've been, I've had one. <laughs> That's true. It's true. I have never been in a shootout than not had a threesome yes. afterwards. Yeah. I'll yeah. say that. Tell me about it, man. Speaking truth, brother. Get Thanks. the death boner. <laughs> death boner. <laughs> I got to watch the league again. Okay, so is the death boner the boner you get from killing someone or the boner you get from narrowly avoiding death? The one you get from killing someone. Both. Oh, yeah. It's it's like uh, one of those contextual words, you know? You got to use it in a sentence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then that's how you'll figure it out. But then he gets interrupted by Slim Shady, and we learn there's another person that's a real big deal in this game, a guy by the name of Lou Petra. Right. Now, Lou Petra is a gang leader with his own army that somehow we're just learning about. The DEA actually got him at one point, but in order for immunity, he gave up a bunch of info on McVicker. (gasps) So... McVicker being the real cool guy is like, hey, you got to go kill this guy because he knows way too much about me. Makes sense. Because remember, he, Slim Shady is a corrupt cop named McVicker. <laughs> so then you fight through the hideout and kill him. You kill Lou Petra that, that quickly. And then after McVicker's debt is paid, 50 reflects back on the DEA agent he killed. And he's like, hey, I think that guy had an ID that said Gabriel Espinosa. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird thing to specifically remember, but... You run into your guy on the your man on the street, a guy you've been going to a little bit. I didn't even put his name in this because I thought he was a secondary character. We wouldn't even matter. Yeah, uh, his actual name is Booker. He's a guy that lives on the street. Sure does. And you run into him, and he gives you like some wise lessons here and there. But he's like, "Hey, this Espinosa guy was out here looking for you, Fitty." And Booker says that K Dog was actually caught up in a criminal conspiracy. <laughs> Obviously, Booker looks at the address. Where 50 found Petra's lair, it turns out is actually a port, and that's where because Booker knows this because he was in the Coast Guard back in the day. Oh, so yeah, he just yeah, knows yeah. the address is the port. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, must be a huge drug shipment coming in or something. That's never happened in a game before. I just thought it was so dumb that this random dude on the street knew all this information, but uh, it turns out 50 goes to the shipyard to get some info. He asks about drug ships, and everyone's like, "Well." This guy's a narc. He's coming in here asking about drug ships. 50 kills everyone, and he's like, oh, look at that. The shipping schedule is just sitting here on the desk. I'm just going to take that with me. Now I know everything about what ships are coming in. (laughs) And then you return to see Booker, and he's immediately shot and killed in a drive-by that was obviously coming after you. You still don't know exactly why or who is coming after you. Not yet. So we go to Booker's funeral. And you meet his daughter, Alicia. It's I think a great it's place to pick up chicks. I think it's Alexa. I Is didn't it? write it down. I think it's Alexa. That's what I have written down. Alexa, say Alicia. <laughs> Do you have it? I don't think you have an Alexa. No, Do but you? everybody like microphones in your house. 
Yeah, but if someone's listening to this on their YouTube. <laughs> oh, boy. Alexa, download Plotty Time. Alexa, order Nazi flags. <laughs> what? Jesus. <laughs> I don't think they just have those on fucking Amazon. You can. Alexa will figure it out. And I don't even want to search. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you that. Well, somebody will search. So anyway, you met, you you speak with Booker's daughter. Right. She's like, hey, my dad talked about you all the time. And uh, I'm actually, a re- this is her speaking. I'm actually a reporter and I've got some intel for you. Oh, amazing coincidence is that, hey, I know this is weird how this is all coming together, but Booker was actually a special operative in deep cover for the CIA as a homeless person on the streets of New York. Makes sense. Makes sense. Even though the CIA can't deploy on in the United States. No. But anyway, he was trying to bust this really deep cover. Deep cover. That's right. (laughs) Undercover. They can't deep cover. Anything goes deep (laughs) enough. Just don't get too deep. I watched right, True right. Season Detective, True Detective Season One. So then, uh, she's like, Booker was a special agent. He was trying to bust this ring that K Dog was involved in, and uh, she tells you this because I trust you a lot more than the government, because I think the government killed him. And then she gives you a paper with some nonsense about Eduardo Vasquez and Espinosa's uh, connection. All right, one, how the fuck does she know this? She found some secret info, and two. Why would you believe the old man? Hmm. He is deep undercover. I'm just trying to think, like, how does 50 Cent never met his daughter? Because I even wrote here, it's like, it sounds like he made it up to his daughter. And then he's just oh, some yeah. crazy guy. Oh, he's just some crazy homeless guy. Yeah. Who has the name Espinosa written on <laughs> yeah, a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Espinosa question mark? Space satellite question mark? <laughs> Government vaccine question mark? You know, all mm-hmm. kinds of nonsense yeah. that a conspiracy theorist would have on their thing. All right, yeah, I'll just bring that because that's good. That's a, I didn't think of that, but yeah. So then, as we uh, move on here, after this, uh, Fifty Cent goes to follow up on these names, right? He'll figure it all out. Yeah, go go talk to Vicar about it. He goes to McVicker. <gasps> Turns out that maybe, possibly, Espinoza was the guy who put nine of those shots into your back. Finally, found the guy who shot him. Thank God we could finish this. Which I don't even know if he was looking for. He was just trying to figure out what happened to K Dog. I thought he was trying to find the guy who shot him the whole time. Yeah, in the beginning, he's like, I'm going to pay the it's like revenge. Well, if he's getting revenge for K-Dog, I suppose There's the same bit people were, yeah. Yeah, fair you enough. know, the guy who shot him. So he's like, he gives you the address of Vasquez, and he goes to the address. He's like, hey, where's this Vasquez guy? Turns out it's actually the city morgue, and the guy's like, you can go talk to him, but he's fucking dead. Whoa. I like how pissed he gets at the guy. What the fuck do you mean he's dead? <laughs> dude, I just work at the morgue. You're at the morgue, dude. You asked for a dead dude. <laughs> the fuck? And no one, like, sees an address, shows up at this address, gets into the building, runs into the employee who works there without putting together that it's a fucking morgue. This isn't somebody's <laughs> house, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to, like, county records or some shit. Like, you're going to a county building. But, okay, well, it turns out he died with from a balloon full of heroin in his guts yeah yeah that's what they what tell you that's what they tell you and then the place gets attacked and a voice on the radio i assume this is bugs who was talking to you but i'm not sure they tell you to burn vasquez's body uh to cover your tracks of course mm-hmm. which i don't what, what kind of tracks are you covering i fingerprints don't know because did you kill vasquez in that shootout in the tunnels 
Is that what he means you're trying to cover you up? You know how many other people you've killed that yeah. were in that morgue? That's, yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. But he did specifically mention to cover your tracks. I don't know why Yeah, you're doing this to cover your tracks. But either way, you escape through some fucking tunnels, kill a bunch of dudes, and then you head to Popcorn's place, who I have not <laughs> mentioned yet. Right. The guy who lives in an old movie theater. Get I'm it? trying to fuck it. Yeah. Geez. And he only talks in movie quotes. Yeah. So it's not so annoying. <laughs> it's really infuriating. That's well, because he was. All right. Next episode, only you talking movie quotes. Papa Scotch the entire time. Well, wasn't it because he's like tripping for life or something? He got I, st- I thought he was fucked up in some kind of. Yeah. They way, said he yeah. got stuck or some shit. He's just autistic. They said something along the lines of he was like, he was a transient who spent a lot of time there. The place closed down and he never left. Yeah. Well, that's anyway, he talks movie whatever. lines. Yeah, he's he's tied up by some masked guys. You kill all of them and free your bro popcorn, and then he tells you that hey, the stuff that was in Vasquez wasn't heroin; it's Afghan opium. Oh my god, it's pure opium! Isn't heroin more expensive? <laughs> yeah, I thought, heroin, I thought heroin was like. Isn't heroin derived from opium? Yeah, it's an yeah. opiate. I don't know enough about street drugs. Go ahead and let us know. Send us an email. I don't. Oh, yes, it is. I don't think a balloon full of opium is that much. It'd be like an eighth of weed. This is. Oh, do you think they, they. Opium. I, I mean, they I'm do not 100% some kind sure. of like. I don't know. Some kind of refining process where you start off with a lot and then it dwindles down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what. Like, why? Is, they act like it's the hardest drug ever. It's like opium, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Either don't way. Either. You tell McVicker about the opium. He tells you some fucking wise guy was caught on the street with this Afghani opium. And uh, for enough money, I might uh, give you all the info on this FBI informant. How does that sound? Sounds good. So you do. And you don't know the guy's inf- the informant's name, but somehow he's the assistant to the mob boss, Captain Lupo. So now the mob's involved. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Kappa Lupo. That's what I thought, too. Ka- what was it? Kappa Kappa Lupo. I, I thought know. it was just Kappa Lupo was his name. Kappa. Well, I think they. I probably wrote down Captain because Capo's a captain. I fuck it. What do I know? Doesn't matter. We're getting we're almost there. all the wrong stuff, guys. We're <laughs> we're not almost there. So you go and confront them. Uh, you kill a bunch of them before they knock you out, and then uh, you're you're. It's the classic. You're fucking James Bond with the laser going up the table. Bullshit. You know yep. where you're you're about to die. You're you're stuck up. Your buddy you showed up with actually gets cut in half with a chainsaw, like Scarface style. Yeah, right. Because there has to be a Scarface nod in one of these. And then you're about to die, and out of absolutely nowhere, no 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 warning at all. Doctor Dre shows up and just starts blasting, <laughs> fucking Saves Frank Reynolds style, just blasting. And then he, it, I just think it's crazy if you would have stalled them for like thirty more seconds, your buddy would still be alive. Yeah, he would be cut in half. Wouldn't be half on the ground. So you and Dre and uh, you kill Lobo and everybody else, and then you find out that Lobo's the informant, which I thought we knew already because that's how you got here. Yeah, I don't right. Know I put that. So we get another tape. I'm I'm gonna try to get through. <laughs> we get another tape review at Bugs's. They it's a call between Lupo Espinoza and someone who they don't under who they don't know who's sounds Middle Eastern, and it, it's talking about two containers that are being brought in today from Saudi Arabia. So I guess the terrorists are also smuggling drugs. You know, why not go for all the stuff? Somehow you got involved in this terrorist plot. This is where the game lost me. Yeah. It's not as crazy as the siphon filter mission. It's I don't think anything will be that crazy. But this is getting into this started off as a gang beef and is now has has now gone on to the drug trade and now global terrorism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you give the info to Booker's daughter, the reporter Espinosa just shows up and, uh, Tells you to back off until he's done with his business. He's like, hey, just fuck off until I'm done with this. So 
He doesn't kill you, but then 50 goes after her. But out of nowhere, McVicker just arrests 50. I wouldn't say it's out of nowhere. Well, that's true. It's it's from all the crimes. It's for the crimes. (laughs) (laughs) This is McVicker basically being like, okay, this monumental career-defining case just dropped into my lap. I have all the proof and all the people that are the players. I know there's terrorists coming in. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and take this one across the finish line and take all the credit. How does that sound? Makes sense. Classic Vicker. In case you were wondering if McVicker was a prick, he absolutely is. Although I don't really care for our main character. Nobody in but, this you know, game is really that great. Yeah, that one's a great dude. I just kind of realized that. Maybe that I was Booker, through it. but that's just some crazy old dude. Right. I mean, Bugs, he's just trying to you know run a shop. Could be a little heartless trying to sell fitty stuff that quick, but yeah, but he thought he was dead. Is, is any pawn shop really like? Oh, you're right. They're probably a scumbag, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, fifties in jail. Still has his gun holsters on because they didn't make a second character model. And then Booker shows up I in a fancy suit. What? Looks He's supposed to be dead. Yeah. He. We and all thought homeless. he was dead. And then he just gets him out of jail. No, no questions asked. Just like, come on, you're done. Get out of here. So fifty heads to the pier because you know we gotta have the pier level. The st- the fucking. That's where it all comes to a head. What man. do we call it? Bingo spot. Showdown. Boatyard, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Docks. They're docks. at the docks. You wasted all that time for docks? <laughs> docks. Fuck, you, you just kill everybody. That's, <laughs> that's the only language 50 Cent knows is bullets. So he kills everybody. He's got Espinosa covered or cornered. He's got a gun to Booker's daughter's head. McVicker shows up. I guess he was just standing in the wings waiting for everyone to die. Then he's going to just hop down there and take credit. That's what cops do. Classic Vicker. Yep. And then he shows up. Everyone's yelling at each other. And then Espinosa shoots McVicker in the leg and he starts running. So final boss time and you get in this huge shootout with Espinosa and kill him. (gasps) You're a hero. You are a hero because 50 Cent is now there. He just murdered a bunch of people doing his own rogue form of justice. The SWAT team is also there, and they're like, hey, thanks for the assist, bro. Yeah, isn't Poker like, good job, man. Did a solid for the CIA. Yeah. Now we're going to arrest you on weapons charges. You killed so many DEA agents. Mm-hmm. And Booker's like, dude, you should get out of here. Uh, it's fine, though. Everyone's just going to look the other way, but get out of here. Yeah. And then Booker's daughter slaps his ass. I think I read that, right? Right? That happened? It's Does, possible. I don't know. Doesn't matter. He got repaid with the drugs. They're like, you can take the drugs and yeah. go ahead and keep this game going. That was ridiculous. And then 50 throws money to McVicker, and McVicker's like, what's this for? He's like, we're done. Fuck you. Later. End of the game. Makes Mic sense. drop. Because now 50 has all the drugs, and Vicker won't come after him now. Because he just paid him off. But did Vic- McVicker ever get in trouble with law enforcement? I don't think he did. No. I mean, he's gonna have to explain while he was there, but he could be like, "Hey, Fifty was my informant." He is and the this law. Booker guy said yeah. it was cool, so yeah. I'm good, right? Probably. That's it. That's the game. We did it. We're Fuck better yeah, man. people. Mm-hmm. No, not not worse people, right? Because we didn't like this. Well, we're gonna see how you guys felt about it. Maybe I liked it because we're getting into final thoughts right now. Ooh. We're going to start with uh, Chump Slap. How's that sound? Okay. So knowing the illustrious music career of 50 Cent. Right. Did watching this video make you want to play the game? Was the story great? Or was it just more of the same? And what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd you'd try to tame? Oh, Slink and Tame too. 
Good job. Nice. Nailed it. I wouldn't say good. Better Shut this. up. It was a good job for him. Yeah, we need the yeah. best job for him. <laughs> for him. Thanks. Would I play it? No. Did the story work for me? I. Uh, no. It really. <laughs> it made no sense. It was all just. Uh, I don't. I really don't get it. You are just with your G unit crew. Your boy gets shot. K dog gets killed, and then you're you're looking after K dog's killer. It all turns out to be DEA and fucking opium shipments from the Saudis and. Espinoza. And you were never, like, mad at K-Dog for getting into other business ventures without you. Well, he's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, but he was never like, oh, man, he was trying to get money and didn't include me. What a dick. Anyway, it just immediately moved to, we got to take care of whoever was responsible for K-Dog's death. Yeah. Just and it was, was the DEA? Whatever. And then you end up killing some DEA agents? And, uh, I don't know. It was yeah, all. So who was who was the main bad? Was it Espinoza and the DEA? Is that who the main bad people were? I guess. They were, I mean, they were just going to steal the shipment when yeah, it got there. I don't know what was happening. Or was Espinoza the? I don't know. I thought he was involved in it, but why well, was the mob in there for a second? <laughs> for a hot minute, yeah, and then you yeah. murdered all of them. Yeah, the chainsaw death, whatever. I mean, the story was dumb. It didn't make any sense. It was just the reason to fight a whole bunch of people and add drugs to the mix yeah I don't, I don't know what he was going for whoever wrote this but nonsense it was nonsense i did i dig that about it <laughs> awesome so final score out of 27 stars i mean it had a narrative it had characters i think i only knew eminem and dr dre and 50 cent were the only ones that stuck out in my head and alexa mm-hmm. the one female character and booker i guess we got popcorn too he was all right yeah i guess it had decent characters so for the characters i'll give it i don't want to go too high (laughs) okay 17 out of 27 uh i guess i'll give it a four Hmm. okay maybe it's a little better than that but you know what no you can't change it you said it it's a four and it lost points because of the guy's code on his phone being 69. That's true. That lost points for you? Man, we got different ratings. Yeah, it should have been 69, 69. It wasn't 0, 0, 69. Yeah, or were they hacking into my phone at 2005? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, let's give it a four. You go with a four. You're sticking with a four. No, I'm giving it a five. Give it a five. Five for 50. You're giving it a five. I'm giving it a five. That's final. Final answer. Final answer. answer. It's locked in. Okay, five's locked in. And then with that, we're going to go to uh, you there, Dr. Scientist. Yeah. Uh, watching this video, did it make you want to play the game now? Always, uh, was the story now. good, or would you just throw it out with a plow? <laughs> and that last one's nice. got to be a cow, right? <laughs> uh, what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd milk this sow? Oh, sow. I'm milking uh, pigs? <laughs> yeah, I guess. dog. It's hard. Uh, no, I wouldn't play it. It's not my cup of tea. Did the story work for me? I mean... We've done a lot of games with almost this exact same story. <laughs> yeah, opium from the Saudis. Well, I said almost the exact same story. <laughs> okay. Well, you could always start these reviews with picks a drug from somewhere. Yeah. And is being peddled by X. True. And usually they're the bad guys, unless we do Saints Row. But I mean, mm. I'll give it credit. It turned into some ridiculousness at the end with international terrorism being the reason you were shot. I didn't see it coming. I'll give it that. Right. Fair enough. And then walking away with a large drug supply. Yeah. CIA just turns the other way. Yeah. I get it. And, uh, I mean, a lot of it was ridiculous. 
But, uh, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't good. But I'll give it credit for trying to be ridiculous and making 50 Cent to be a global savior. We all know yep. he is. Oh, sure, sure. Amazing. Uh, what did I score it? Well, it's definitely better than Kane and Lynch too. So well, I'll, I'll give it three stars. Okay. Three. Yeah. All right. All right. Three it is. I, I like that it took a chance at being absolutely absurd, but not absurd enough to be too laughable. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't absurd enough. I got it. I see what you're saying. Like if they would have done this, like with the seriousness that they they treat like siphon filter stories. Yeah. Like this would have been so fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. They they did pop out a little bit out of that and make it a little bit fun. Right. Yeah, but that's what I think. Why don't you pop a scotch? Why don't tell you uh, tell us if A. Would you play this game? Would you play this game? B. Was the story good? Or pretty lame. Or pretty plain. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, spicy. Had 27 stores. Stores. <laughs> Stars. How many does this game maintain? I mean, you guys said a lot. I, there's not much more to cover. But like you said, I like the idea that it took itself with at least enough ridiculousness to be fun. Um, it tried to like take itself seriously, like with the death, death of Booker. But none of that really hit at all for me. No. no. I mean, K-Dog's dead the second we get in there. So what do I like? I don't know anything about K-Dog. Exactly. Okay. So it kind of got me hard to root for any of the characters. All the characters were were 100% exactly what you thought they were, except for Booker. <laughs> and that's supposed to be the biggest twist in the game. Uh, but, I mean, I thought it, it it was probably a whole lot more fun to play. And I could see this being a game where if you play it and you go through this story, uh, you might think this is a real great game because it had enough of a story to move us along, go after people. Uh, like you said, it was silly that we just kill literally everybody that's kind of bad in the city of New York. <laughs> yeah. But, except yourself. Except your, yeah. You're the good guy, though, who's going to sell the drugs. <laughs> yeah. You're all right. Yeah. That, that whole dynamic of, well, if you're in my crew, we're the good guys. So it doesn't really matter what we do or how many people we kill. It's we're the good guys. Right. So what score? What, I, what did it work for me? Kind of. Sort of. Worked better if I played it than if I watched it. The story wasn't anything too amazing. What score would I give it? Um... I think I'm going to split our difference. And I'm going to go with a four. What? So Makes a, total that's sense. A 12. I don't think it was the worst game we've ever gone over by any means. No. Uh, just the worst thing you could really say about it is it's just kind of unimaginative. Yeah, it's just bleh. It's like, let's create more drama by adding another gang. <laughs> and you're like, where are these guys come from? It doesn't matter. There's another gang for 50 to get Every to. Every enemy, enemy disappears after two minutes after meeting them. So you don't really get like. Yeah, doesn't matter. Who's DEA? That's the thing, too. You're supposed to be, like, going up the ladder, right? Like, you're supposed to be getting to the guy at the top, but I never felt any kind of escalation at all with this. It was just... The next guy. Go to a gang, kill everyone, done. Go to the next group, kill everyone, done. Right, right. But that'll give us a final score of 12, like you said. In recent weeks, we've given Just Cause a 10 and Siphon Filter 3 a 10. Yeah, this was slightly better. And then uh, if we go all the way back to April, we gave Killzone 2 a 14. Okay. So that's the company it is currently keeping. Man, I don't remember Killzone 2 at all. Me neither. But I remember it specifically being a lot better than Killzone 1, but still being like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. We only did it two. But anyway, so let's uh, close the final thought book, and we'll go ahead and move <laughs> into our favorite segment of our week, which is Dr. Scientist's classic 90s album, Walk of the Week. It's the 90s. What are you listening to? Is it a CD? I bet it is. <laughs> Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for an amazing, guaranteed 90s album recommendation, and it has never let us down, not once. Mm-mm. This week... Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, since this is coming out right before the 4th of July, I thought I'd pick some uh, holy American albums for you. Cypress Hill. Nope. Hold on. <laughs> Jeez. I picked two because they're kind of tied together. Okay. Uh, the first one was released on January 12th, 1999, and the second was August 24th, 1999. January 12th and August 4th, 1999. 24th, yeah. It doesn't matter what it exactly is. Um, Oh, I thought you were going to guess. I'm thinking. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. No. How's that Those were released at the same time. Anti-flag. I think this is. Uh, <laughs> these albums are perfectly endemic of what the end of the Clinton era was like. I'll give you some stats and see if you can yeah, get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Combined, okay. these two albums sold 40 million copies and produced nine hit singles. The first album was one of the best-selling debut albums of all time. And the second one is on the list of 200 greatest albums for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Both of these artists were nominated for Best New Artist again, and their competition was Kid Rock, Macy Gray, and someone I never heard of, Susan Tedici. Mm. And the second, the second album was the one that won the second artist for the second album. So it's I'm two gonna, different albums, you said. Yes. Two, two different, different albums, albums, two different artists. Okay, I'm going to guess that one of them is Rage Against the Machine, and it's going to be God, I can't remember. Evil Empire. No. The first one was Rage, Rage. Wasn't it self titled? Yeah. Yeah. Evil Empire is the second one. Evil Empire is a good guess, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was probably 1999. So I got, let's take ourselves back there. The Matrix <laughs> just came out. You're not taking uh, yourself back there enough. I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. No effects. <laughs> I have a feeling when I give the lyrics, Papa Scotch is going to get at least one of them. Well, I'm way in the hole in this game, so you might as well. <laughs> yeah, go for All it. Right. The lyrics of the first album are, Crazy, I just can't sleep. I'm so excited. I'm in too deep. Crazy, but it feels alright. Every day, every night. And the lyrics of the second album are, I feel lot like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights, waiting for someone to release me. You're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way. Ah, I knew you wouldn't get this. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Britney Spears? What's the name of the album? Oops. Toxic. No, it's not the name of the album. Oh, that's a song on it. Self-titled. Nope. It's Britney time. Britney <laughs> extravagant. I'll give you half a point for that one. What's the other album? Okay. Christina Aguilera. What's the name of the album? <laughs> Crazy Sexy Cool. That's TLC. Damn it. These hips don't lie. That's Shakira. Uh, Self-titled. Uh, yep, you got it. Thumbs <laughs> yeah. up, get a that. point, you get half a point. <laughs> Baby One More Time was the name of the album. Uh, Is it real? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's apparently the greatest selling debut album by a female artist ever. Real? That's fascinating. And uh, right? Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera is like number 120 of the top 200 albums in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Get the fuck out of here. Huh. Well, I fucking learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked when I saw it was the greatest selling album by a female artist. I was like, wow. All right. When, when, if you would have just said that, the greatest selling album by a female artist, my first reaction went to Janet Jackson, but 
That would have been. I thought 99. she was like done by ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And it wouldn't. Have, it would have been too late for Madonna to be like blasting huge records out. It was hard to say the lyrics without singing them to the tune of the songs. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your '90s album recommendations of the week. <laughs> there you go. Britney Spears, Baby One More Time, and Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Good stuff. It, go listen to them and, and listen to all the songs and be like, hey, I remember all these. <laughs> I have another advice. I remember hearing them all at college parties in 99. They're bangers. Oh, yeah, dude. At that time, like they were everywhere. They were huge. Yeah. But that's going to take us to our favorite segment of our week, which is Chop Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Ding, ding, ding. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to fight? Around Come the on. world. Uh, from the game game we just talked about, <laughs> and then we ask you one from gaming in general, then we ask you one from history slash celebrity, and I'm running out of ideas, so these are going to scrape in some barrels here. So, Ready. Right now, from the game, who would win the fight between Detective McVicker and Booker's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we talking a fist fight or guns? Yeah, just straight up dukes. Just throwing hands. I think Alexa would win because she's taller. And McVicker just, he's all talk. He's just a bunch of talk and a badge. So there, there you go. He is slimy as hell though. Like I would think if he would, he'd probably like throw sand in her face or something. Yeah. And she'd still kick his ass with those heels on. Hell yeah, she would. Mm-hmm. She's badass. All right. Well, there you go. Booker's daughter would beat the shit out of the weak Detective McVicker. Right on. And then from gaming in general, who do you think would win between this heavyweight bout of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat versus Mega Man himself? Which Mega Man? Before he gets all the weapons? Just Mega Man. He can, he has any weapons. Just vanilla just Mega Man. Just vanilla Mega Man, sure. I'd probably say Mega Man because okay. Scorpio's Scorpion's fucking... Chain thing's gonna go right over his head because Mega Man's only like half the size that a normal person is. You think he has firepower and the speed? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Scorpion has the the uppercut where he disappears. It comes up behind you, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's a great move. Yeah, no, he has the one that jumps behind the screen, like he jumps backwards. Oh yeah. Raiden has the uppercut one. I mean, he's always doesn't he have the fatality too, where he takes his head off and blows fire at you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do do fatalities count? We never really established. Well, that. once they're, the game, the fight's yeah. over. The fight's over by then. So it's kind of like an exclamation point. Yeah. It's not really. Okay. I'd say Scorpion will win versus uh, Vanilla Mega Man, but if Mega Man had all his powers, it's obviously Mega Man. Okay, fair enough. And then from history, who do you think would win the fight between the fabled character Medusa, whose gaze turned men to stone? Versus Denzel Washington from the Book of Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Medusa because I'm pretty sure he wasn't blind. Yeah, he, he said he said the character, not the character's name. The guy who played him. So you gotta. No, um, I meant the character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Eli. The character Denzel is it? Is he play Eli? I don't remember. I thought you meant him from the time he made the movie. Fucking spoiler alert! But Eli. Denzel's character from the book of Eli is blind the entire time. Yeah, he's carrying the Bible. I don't, don't think have to waste your time watching it. There's no way he's really blind in that movie, man. Well, no shit. Denzel's watching it. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> he's faking it the whole time. He's just like Stevie Wonder, right? Right. Dude, he caught the mic that one time. I threw a shoe at Stevie Wonder once. He ducked. It's crazy. So, yeah, I'd say Medusa would win. Well, there you go. 
Medusa's taking it. Let's say someone has a whole bunch of fan fiction that they have Medusa killing dudes. Where could they send that to, Sir Chomp Slap? Send it to plottytime at gmail.com. I'll read and respond. Perfect. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials with more fan art that we just love to see, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter, or go by the Reddit page and say hi. We all love it there. Yeah. Perfect. That wasn't yeah, sarcasm. Uh, it'd be a part like of it. the conversation, you know? It's pretty dope over there. Fuck yeah, man. But that'll do it for us. So you can also go over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Didn't forget to plug that. And then you can also go to our store, plytime.com, goes to our eBay store, which I swear is legit, and you can buy stuff there. <laughs> and it helps us support us as well. So as always, shout out to Blaine J, Drago the Slago, Ham Man, and Louise Guzman. Don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.